Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are we ready? Telling Here we go, stories. baby. Creating a whole new radio oh, yeah. experience for you. Your host. Welcome to the show. On Spotify and iTunes Radio. Gentlemen, the king. Hail to the king, baby. Oh, yeah, that's right. King of Biker News. How you guys doing out there? Have a hell of a show for you as usual. Every damn day we got a good show for you. Working hard to make you happy. Even though we got the trolls out there, baby. Got the trolls. You know, I just put up an advertisement. You know, we're going to be uh, premiering the interview with the Chicago Confederation of Clubs already. We got eight dislikes. Yes, homebody trolls, baby. I got to love them. You can never talk to them in person. It's always on the internet. What the hell is going on with people? The internet's going to be our downfall. I I guarantee you. You know, social is woke up, man. It's gone. It's wiped. It's out of here. People do not know how to communicate anymore. Anyway, we got us a show today. As I said earlier, yes, we're going to discuss Harley Davidson and boy... Do I get some hater trolls when I talk about freaking uh, Harley Davidson, man? It's like, damn, you can't you can't point out the bands. You got all these hardcore, freaking mostly rugs. I might have to say that were too stupid to get a freaking Harley Davidson tattoo. They get mad because you know I point out the obvious. Harley Davidson is in a downfall, and you'll learn the last recession Warren Buffett himself had to give him a loan. Yes, this is true. Also, we're going to be talking about the Buffalo Soldiers, baby. As well as we have bikers doing the old man upstairs work. They got their own church. Yes, we do. And we also got a video of a kid getting sprayed. I'm talking a kid, man. What the hell was he doing at a protest? It drives me nuts. Anyway, let's get on to the show. Okay, here we go for all our trolls out there. You're not going to like what I have to say. So get ready to burn up that keyboard, baby. Warren Buffett. Yes, Warren Buffett lent $300 million to Harley Davidson during the financial crisis. Here's the story of how he helped the motorcycle maker. It is no wonder. That Harley-Davidson is now not a working man's type of product. It's only for the rich. 
because quite frankly, they have so many investors to pay off, it's pitiful. Man, what they did to this company. Firoud Muhammad, businessinsider.com. Uh, the bullet points here are Warren Buffett lent about $300 million. Uh, quote, it was a, the bridge we needed to get us through a rough time. The motorcycle maker's finance chief said in 2014. The one thing I don't get is sales peaked in 2014 and it's been downhill since then. Let's see here. Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway probably netted about $150 million in profit from the five-year loan. But could have made more than $1 billion if it had invested $300 million in Harley-Davidson stock over the same period. I don't know, $150 million? It's nothing to laugh at. Quote, I knew enough to lend them money. I didn't know enough to buy the equity, he explained. Could you imagine Warren Buffett and his schlucks of lackeys? Hey, they're rich people. Hey, they're smart. They know what they're doing in financial. But can you imagine if they bought the majority stock in Harley-Davidson? What would it be today? I can imagine Harley-Davidson, $150,000 or something like that. You know, because the new CEO did come out and say that they're going to only focus on the high-end price motorcycles. So, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. Anyway, here we go. Warren Buffett let... Again, $300 million in February of 2009. Now, if you don't know what you know that is, that was the great financial crisis. When the famous motorcycle maker was reeling from a one-two punch, a weaker demand, and a cash crunch during the financial crisis. Something that they never really addressed, if you ask me. My opinion is they never addressed it. Back in 2009... That was around, you know, the time of, you know, all the chopper shows and all the biker shows. And everybody with any money went and bought a Harley-Davidson to play biker. Problem was, it was middle-aged. They didn't get in the new crowd. You know, the get rid of Buell, them schmucks. They really did. Are you stupid? That was actually bringing in the younger, younger generation into the uh, lifestyle. But hey, you guys know what you're talking about. That's why you're, you know crying about your sales today a few weeks earlier harley davidson unveiled a three-part plan to weather the downturn invest in its brand cut costs and find the money to cover its finance divisions roughly one billion dollars in yearly cost the first two elements translated into targeted younger and more diverse riders well, you know, 2009, that's what, uh, hmm, oh, I don't know, about 10 years too late or 11 years, something like that. They still haven't done it right. Uh, the next one was uh, closing plants, which they did, combining operations and outsourcing some distribution and laying off about 1,100 employees over about 1,200 or 12% of its workforce. My uh, fault. Now, outsourcing, boy, you know, it always makes me laugh when people say, well, it's made in America. Well, maybe some of it is, you know, most of it's Japanese or European. You know, you guys just don't want to admit that. Well, the money goes to a U.S. company. Oh, give me a break. What's that have to do with being American-made? That's what it's supposed to be, American-made. 
you know, American parts made by American hands. You know what? You know, the loyalist, uh, you know, again, I had the fat boy. I've had dozens upon dozens of Harleys uh, in my time, but the loyalists will go out there and troll again. Watch, I'm telling you, there are going to be haters out there. However, paralyzed credit markets made it tricky to fulfill the third part of the plan. What are you kidding me? You still haven't uh, fulfilled the other parts. The company ultimately decided to borrow from its largest shareholder, Davis Selected Advisors, as well as Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway. I'm talking, you want a global conglomerate, man. That's, yeah, that's them right there. The pair effectively went at a combined. See, it was $300 million from uh, Buffett's crew, but hey, it was $600 million, not $300 million, for five years, and they paid 15% annual interest rate. Holy cow. 15% on a $600 million loan. Now you know why, you know what, they should just take it off the market, stop being public, somebody uh, buy it privately. See, that's something the Chicago Cubs, go Cubbies. You know what, I can't wait till the damn freaking baseball season starts. Anyway, that's what the Cubs did, man. They took it from uh, the Tribune Company. Ricketts bought it private. Next thing you know, they have a World Series after, you know, more than 100 years of not having it. Put it back in private hands. That way you don't have to appease these investors. You can get back to your core business, back to your riders, and you'll start seeing some change. Uh, the group needed the cash to continue offering financing to motorcycle dealerships and retail customers. You guys already rape freaking dealerships, man. You guys rape fucking, uh, uh, what is it, Border Tracker where I got my fat boy and they're closed. And it, to keep its production lines humming, Olin commented, the high interest loan was its only option to borrow money without giving up a stake in the company. Hmm. And then, you know, Buffett, you know, he goes on one of his deals. Uh, he knew enough to lend them money. Uh, he invested $5 billion in Goldman Sachs and $3 billion in General Electric. Uh, credit remained virtually, you know, we know how bad it was back then. Uh, then it talks about his uh, freaking net and all that good stuff. And, you know, they go into how smart this freaking guy is. But, yeah, Harley-Davidson we'll talk about at the uh, end of the show. Let's go to the local Buffalo Soldiers Motorcycle Club join National Ride for Justice. Let's see what they have to say here. And if it Political issues at the forefront of many community conversations. Residents from a variety of backgrounds are coming together to raise awareness. Our Michelle Rave checked in with one unique state line club, and as she reports, they're ready to hit the road towards change. A local motorcycle club is taking action by spreading peace and positivity throughout the community while also Buffalo raising awareness. This is a very important time in in our history you have to stand and take a stand the buffalo soldiers motorcycle club organized a ride for justice the group called on other local motorcycle groups as well as the community to come out and join them our motorcycle club is made up of uh, uh, current and uh, retired military police officers other first responders better not tell uh, attorneys doctors uh, people from all different oh, walks of life. Oh, wait a subscriber named Maurice Pascal from the Road Gliders Club was happy to support it. the cause. 
We love this country, but we know that there's things that need to get fixed in this country. You know, no matter, just basically continuing improving on what's been going on as far as the social issues, the political issues. The group started their ride at Cyril's Park and ended the ride at Keeling Fury Peace Plaza to take a moment of silence. This is a, a, a peaceful ride and uh, it, it's supporting not only uh, those protesters who are out there, but also the police who are uh, also putting their lives on the line. You notice there's always bikers out there that are always cool, calm, collective. And then you got these uh, radical leftists that are just losing their minds right now. I heard today that they tore down the, you know, statue of Thomas Jefferson. My God, you know, the founder of the Democratic Party. Yep, they tore that sucker right down, man. Uh, Let's go into our next story. Uh, This one out of the NewHampshireRegister.com. Very interesting update. Uh, A woman looks to Pope pone suit in crash that killed seven bikers that is also known as the new hampshire seven a woman lost her partner in the collision that killed seven motorcyclists last year in new hampshire wants to put a pause on her lawsuit against the company that employed a pickup truck uh, driver involved in the clash uh mediation efforts are scheduled in september in an insurance case involving the company Lawyers for Mary Lou Welch said in the court papers recently they asked to postpone the case until the 1st. Welch sued uh, Westfield Transport, them schlucks, of Massachusetts for emotional distress uh, following the crash uh, last June in Randolph. Her partner, Albert Woody, uh, I ain't gonna even talk about who the driver's name is. We haven't mentioned his name. We never will. Uh, he was charged with seven counts of neglect, uh, neglect uh, homicide, negligent homicide, you know what I'm saying, and pleaded not guilty. Uh, the company has unsuccessfully uh, to dismiss the case. Sorry about that. Damn microphone. To dismiss the lawsuit saying the company should not be held responsible uh, for the crash because <laughs> you're responsible, man. You guys knew it. You knew his driving record. You knew about his substance abuse. So, yes, you are going to get sued. That's because Hollywood says so. Since then, the insurer, Westfield Pilgrim Insurance, filed a position in federal court asking a judge to divide liability payments among victims and their family. Only a million dollars, huh? <laughs> you gotta love these insurance companies, man. Freaking schlucks. Anyway, let's go to the bikers that are spreading the old man upstairs word. A biker community gets its own church in Hebron. Steve Avino out of the Northwest uh, Times out of Indiana. Uh, There you go. Good picture of uh, the bikers out there. It's always nice when the bikers get their own church. Because something like me, see, I'm a big believer in the old man upstairs, but I, I I find it hard to go into a church because, you know, let's face it, I got a lot of tattoos, biker, all that good stuff, and the the citizens or, you know, whatever you want to call them, they're sitting there staring at you, you know, they got their nose in the air, you're not practicing what the old man upstairs says you should be. So, if, you know, there's a biker church, man, I'm there, I love it. Uh, all the motorcycles had a reason for parking outside Heartland Christian Center's newest worship facility. 
Motorcycles and others have a uh, spiritual home at the Full Throttle Biker Campus. Rock and roll, man. Rock and roll. Good name. You better watch out, you know, you know, Full Throttle Saloon might try to come at you. You know, you know how them schlucks work. Uh, located in the former St. Michael Lutheran Church at 805 South County Line Road. There you guys go if you're out in that area. 805 South County Line Road. The building includes a worship center, a fellowship hall, kitchen, and classrooms for religious education. Quote, it's going to be amazing to see what God is going to do in this place, said the Reverend Phil Willingham, lead pastor at the church with campuses in Valparaiso, Juanita, and North Judson. Quote, God has put in our hands another piece of property for his glory and for the good of his people. More than 30 motorcycles line the paved parking lot Thursday evening at full throttle. Some riders, already members of the congregation, came from the area. Others had a long ride. A Bridget Darnell from Eli, Iowa, rock on, brought her six children ages 6 to 18. Her husband, Matthew, is a national chaplain for the Honor Bound, a Christian motorcycle ministry sponsored by the assembly of god rock on man we got ourselves a motorcycle church out there great stuff i wish i'd see them popping up all over the country man i really do anyway let's go to Corey graff's wall of shame out and this is the one i was talking about in the beginning who brings a kid to a damn protest outrage at video showing child who was maced by police no, they wouldn't do something like that. At Seattle protester, protester who filmed the aftermath says he was arrested and spent two days in jail for what some are calling a police retribution. Let's check it out. There she is screaming. You know, people are coming to her aid right now to try to get the maze out of her eyes. Anybody ever been sprayed, man, it hurts. If you get sprayed, make sure you don't close your eyes, use your hands, any of that. Poor kid right there. But, uh, you know, what the hell is the parents doing bringing a kid to something like this, man? Uh, standing among a group of peaceful anti-racism yeah, peaceful in Seattle, come on. Anti-racism protesters in downtown Seattle... Uh, Mando Avery held his seven-year-old son's hand as he and the three generations of his African-American family finished a prayer with members of their church. Only feet away, Evan Herrera, 34, a hairstylist, arrived at the protest alone. That was when Avery said, out of nowhere, a police officer fired mace at the group. It hit his son square in the face as the young boy screamed and clutched onto his father, uh, Hera caught it all on camera. He confronted the officer he believed had maced the boy and told him the footage was going online. Uh, this, when you're taking footage of cops, this is what I always going to do. Uh, yeah, I got my camera on recording it, but hit that live button. Make sure it gets to your social media because once they find out you got them on camera, they're going to take your camera and bust it. Uh, so go live while it's happening. Uh, the footage captures the outrage of protesters after the boy is mace who demand to know why police sprayed a child 
with the chemical irritant and made no attempt to help. You, you, you that, That's Leo for you, man. And they wonder why these protests are going all over the place. Now, you know, most of the groups putting them on I don't like. Uh, you know, it's the right to do it. Uh, but I don't like them. Uh, they got a good point in one's aspect, and they come out with these silly demands, and it's like, really? Are you that stupid? Anyway, uh, but to bring a kid to something like that, I don't understand why they would do something like that. If you want to see what uh, it was going on on the radio, come on over to the YouTube, Facebook, video platforms. Hey, while I'm at it, man, don't forget to subscribe over on Instagram. That sucker's growing real good. I'm putting little short videos over on that. I'm trying to come up with a schedule, but uh, you'll know more on that. But let's go to uh, my final thoughts, shall we? As always, don't forget to go over to HarleyLiberty.com for all your daily biker news. We're the number one on the internet for biker news. Again, HarleyLiberty.com. Also, Motorcycle Madhouse Radio over on Spotify, Player FM, Apple Podcasts, and all the majors, man. You can take us with you in the car if you want or on your bike. And don't forget to subscribe over on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Yes, we're all over the damn place. So, my final thoughts of the show. Harley Davidson is so indebted to all these creditors, to all these people that want to make loans to them. I don't think they're ever going to get out of it, man. I really don't. They got, you know, it's like left and right. You know, you're going to go to one, you know, extreme to the one end or extreme to the other. And Harley Davidson is one to the extreme where it is really freaking indebted and has to get away from its core customer base. That's why you have a shoemaker CEO or whatever. He run a Puma. Uh, now he is pushing this ideal that, hey. You know, we got to go for the higher end bikes and make that our customer base. You know, something, you know, you can compare it to like Easy Rider magazine. You know how it used to be all cool. Now it's like GQ uh, type of deal. It's not even based on motorcycle stuff. It's like the worst magazine now uh, ever. I think whoever, you know, I think Paisano had that one. When they sold that publication, boy, did you stick it to them. You stuck it to them, man. Uh, you had a good product and you said, hey, you want to take it this direction? Hey, give me the money. Hey, you made your money. Uh, but, you know, they laid out that three-year plan during the financial crisis. And I don't see them doing any of that stuff yet with Harley-Davidson. It's just a sad state of affairs, man. Again, you need to take it out of the public sphere, put it back in private hands, and maybe you'll see a company rebound. Until that happens, man, you're just going to have more freaking, uh, you know, disappointments. And with it being a public company, it can eventually, you know, really hit the bankruptcy stand, man. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do to pull it out of their ass, but uh, the first thing I would do is get it back in public or uh, private hands. Uh, what did you guys think about that uh, spraying of the kid, man? I don't think that a kid that young, what it was, a seven years old, should be at a damn protest. You know, those things are going to be turning violent in a heartbeat, and it's like, really, do you have any damn brains? You're going to bring a kid to something like that, and, you know, yeah, you got it caught on video and stuff. Yeah, I feel sorry for the kids, but the damn parents are idiots, man. 
they're just plain idiots. You know, what else can you say about it, bringing a kid that young over there? Uh, but I do want to give a shout out to the church, man, in Northwest Indiana. Great stuff. Uh, hopefully, you know what, Christian Motorcycle Association, every Christian club, you need to come together and get some churches started. You know, yeah, you got clubhouses, you know, with regular clubs. Hey, start up some biker churches. I guarantee you. A lot of bikers and motorcyclists will start going because they'll feel in their element, man. You know, like I said earlier, I don't go, you know, I'm real good with the, the man upstairs, even though I'm a schmuck. Uh, I'm a schluck with that. You know, I just mess up all the time. But uh, I won't go to these churches around here because you get all the judgment and stuff. You know, it's kind of like hypocrisy, if you will. So I don't even bother with that. So get out there, start some churches, man. Uh, you know, with that, I am outie, boy. Uh, don't forget to uh, listen to the Confederation of Clubs interview. Yes, that's going to be a damn good one. Uh, I traveled to Chicago, sat down with uh, representatives from there, and had a really damn good discussion. So you're going to want to see that. With that, I'll talk to you guys later. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jack. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari. Join our YouTube channel and get Motorcycle Madhouse and tons of videos related to the bikers. Join now by subscribing for free and become part of the crowd today. Always free and always entertaining. Don't forget to visit us at www.harleyliberty.com for your daily biker news. Rock on!